Hey, and welcome back to the Rick and Daffs podcast. I'm Daffs. And I'm Rick. And as always, we are here unscripted and raw. What's in store? It's uh, season four. In season four, that's correct. That's right. Um, but first, we should probably introduce Stacy. Yep. Hello. Greetings. <laughs> Stacy's here with us today. Salutations. Uh, well, and th- there's a reason for that. Uh, because... Daffs is once again traveling back in time to fight people. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time, unlike before previously when you fought uh, American presidents, now you are going back in time for some reason to fight English kings. So I needed somebody to help me judge judge you. So I brought in a biased uh, judge. <laughs> Who has much experience judging me. Uh, unsure how, like, which way she's biased, but she clearly is biased. Um to help me judge you. Of course. It's every spouse's dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to get to judge their spouse in public. <laughs> Against English kings, specifically. Against... <laughs> That's Stacy's fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Daffs will be going back in time this week to fight uh, Edward I, Henry VIII, and Edgar the Peaceable. Mm-hmm. Good luck to you, Daffs. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. We're actually going to be judging you on many different ways. But we'll get into that in just a minute. Um, it's nice to leave the rules confusing until the very last minute. Yes, right. <laughs> it's a very complicated scale that I slaved over this afternoon. <laughs> At any rate, um, we're just going to kick it off with the news and then go straight into the straight into the fun. Right? Sounds good to me. All right, hold on. Are you ready? I'm gonna ready. Cue the music. Female JetBlue passenger grounded flight after throwing food, touching man (laughs) flirtatiously, and court documents the rest. (laughs) Apparently, a female passenger was intoxicated and began to erect like a caged animal. Um, Quote unquote caged animal. Quote unquote caged animal. (laughs) In the documents. Literally. literally. Um, She drank multiple glasses of wine within about an hour and a half, Uh, the number went up to four, then began to inappropriately touch a male passenger, who was none too pleased with the whole situation. Very uncomfortable. (laughs) When trying to give her food and water to sober her up, she quote, threw the food and yelled at them. (laughs) They then placed her in plastic handcuffs, which she quickly escaped, calling the flight attendants and crew assholes and attempted to kick them. I, apparently, like, in the crotch. Yeah. Um. So, they, they had to land the plane early, and uh, they kicked her off. She was immediately taken into custody. And then, I guess all they gave to the other passengers that have now been sorely inconvenient was flight vouchers for $150. So, one thing I'd like to point out is that this Season four is quickly becoming the season of airline stories. Mm-hmm. It absolutely Three in is. a row, which makes me feel like our next episode needs to be the Anything Goes Airlines episode. It, it needs to be. It definitely does. So, yes, uh, the flight overall, the airline is suing for $36,100, which is mostly just to pay for the vouchers they gave to their 144 other passengers. Although her sentence could come with a 20-year imprisonment, yes. which what? of course never is going to happen. 
20 years? Okay. 20 years. I definitely think she should be banned from future flights, so. Yep. Oh, yeah. I feel like there should be, like, a chant going, ban, 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 ban. Or, alternatively, you just pay me a voucher preemptively, yeah. and then I'll ride with whoever you want. But it has to be more than $150. It's got to be, like, the, that max contribution, like $400. Well, see, what I feel, I do feel kind of bad for the airline, because they had to pay this money, like, out top. They lose all this money, plus they're in the news. Plus, this woman gets to fly again. That doesn't seem fair. Yeah, that's why I keep saying there needs to be a non-federal no-fly list. Just for being a jerk? Just, if you're a jerk, you don't get to fly. You're Except banned. for anything goes Goose Airlines. And Meanwhile, goose? this woman's, like, bridge club is like, oh, goose Sandra. Airlines? Yeah, the, the, the Goose Caboose Airlines. <laughs> That's what you're calling it. Sure. The Spruce Loose Goose Airlines. Spruce Loose Goose Airlines. <laughs> We'll have to, like, also invent a liquor that goes along with it that you get a <laughs> bottle of when you go on. Man, if only there were goose-themed liquors. Yellow goose? No, that doesn't sound right. No. <laughs> Nothing comes to mind. Um, Is it gin? It might be gin. Anyways. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally, I'm on board with your plan. Just ban them. You're banned from flying. Banned. Or they can ride, but they have to ride outside, hanging onto the wing. Mm -hmm. You get to ride for as long as you can hang on. Wow, that's very punitive. <laughs> <laughs> there'll, be a, there'll be a section in the back for people who are on parole from the banned fly list. And we're just going to strap you to a uh, dolly, uh, Hannibal Lecter style. Yeah, you know, with a totally. mask and yes. straitjacket, and we'll wheel you around. And if you, if you do, you know, a few flights like that, then you're allowed to come back and sit in a regular seat like an adult. And we'll test you by putting a bottle of Merlot within eyesight, but you can't reach it. <laughs> <laughs> if you reach for it, then you're, you go back to square one. <laughs> you're like two flights away from getting off parole or probation. Sandra, stop reaching for the Chardonnay. <laughs> the trains won't even take you now. <laughs> That's how low you fall. You're Greyhound all the way. <laughs> You're Greyhound to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Is there anything sadder than that? I can't think of a sadder destination than the Greyhound to Pittsburgh. I don't. I don't think that there is. Maybe the Badlands. Is I don't know. much where much further to fall than <laughs> taking a Greyhound to Pittsburgh. I mean, honestly, if you're on a Greyhound bus, your day is already going pretty terrible. <laughs> Those things smell awful. Yep. You're cramped in there. No one has showered for two or three days. Well, to be fair, that's basically what air, uh, anything goes, Greg, Loose Goose it, uh, Airlines is going to be. Right. It'll be the Greyhound of the skies. We'll, we'll be, that'll be our motto. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be the super cheap option, and we'll have daily flights from Chicago to New York, um, but the other way. The, the long way around. <laughs> it's going to be a 29-hour flight. <laughs> one out of every 30 flights will just go backwards. You never know which one it's going to be. You spin the roulette wheel. <laughs> oh, yeah. The roulette wheel's coming back. I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> so that is the news. And a, and a fun news story it was. Uh, but now, for the, real, for the real crux of what we're here to do, which is to judge DAFs. And... <laughs> for Daps to show off his improvisational skills, which I have been privy to for quite some time in school. Um, he is a very uh, earnest liar. Mm -hmm. I still uh, don't know what a nurse does. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I still remember <laughs> the time that he fooled me with this 20-minute story about the word husband and how its origins were ancient Gaelic and how it came from the naval crews that would sail the open sea and every time the husband would last through a storm, they would cry, Huzzend! And I was like... This what? This it was, it was, no. It was huzzah, huzzah, or whatever. And, and I was like, also my lies are so good. I remember specifically it was not Gaelic shipyards. <laughs> it was in the Netherlands. Well, either way, it was fake. <laughs> yeah, none of it was real. Of Is it was this real. a good segue into me saying that I just randomly will send Stacy uh, uh, sea shanties? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I'm listening to them at work. Thinking about I'm... the husband. <laughs> Just feeling bitter that it's not real. Because <laughs> I thought it was actually real for a while. That's sad. I know. That's okay. Um, my dad d- did similar things to my mother when they first met and told her that it would get so cold in Idaho that they would start fires in their toilets when they would freeze over. <laughs> <laughs> and she believed that. So don't feel too bad. You're in good company. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. Someone That's terrible. Someone Terribly was funny. Telling me that it was like on their vacation to like Toledo, some random place. It wasn't you know? It was to see family. Um, they got off the plane, and the first thing that happens was their mom slaps their dad and starts yelling at him because he had convinced her that Toledo didn't have sidewalks. <laughs> and for like 20 years, she believed him. And they finally went, and she was like, you bastard. That's amazing. Okay. Okay, but these are all like really... I don't feel like mine was that bad. But can, but can you imagine 20 believing years. for 20 years that Toledo just never invested in <laughs> sidewalk, sidewalk infrastructure? It's not something they believed in. <laughs> That's the way we likes it. <laughs> uh, okay, so, Daphs, you've got to fight kings in this episode. Mm-hmm. Specifically English kings. Um, I have invented a scale uh, for this, because this is the season of scales. Uh, this is called the Scale of Kings. <laughs> Why are you laughing at it? Because it's so like... Spent most of the afternoon on the name. <laughs> Last 20 minutes. Okay, I'll be honest with you. I just added the of part just literally five seconds ago. Okay. Scale kings. That's what it was originally called. Now it's the scale of kings, which I think is quite catchy. It's easy to remember. So there will be two different. So what, what Daphs, your goal is to overthrow these kings, um, either by murdering them or discrediting them, which is the goal of most nobles frequently. Mm-hmm. In in medieval and ancient times, so we do have separate scales. One is if you uh, if you manage to kill the king, there will be a dead scale, uh, and an alive scale if you fail in your endeavor. But you can still like there's still like varying degrees of success that you can get. Um, we, Stacy and I, will be judging you on creativity, the sneakiness of your plan, like how sneaky you are. The execution. That doesn't necessarily mean whether you executed people, but how good your plan turned out. We, we are judging you. Uh, and then you can get up to two style points, which can be given arbitrarily at our whims. Mm-hmm. They can be given or taken away. <laughs> yeah. We may take away points just for spite, malice. Yeah. yeah. If it's 
Not which, very original. But feel if you then. will notice, this gives you a possibility because uh, each of these of the first three, creativity, sneakiness, and execution, are graded zero to three. So there's a possibility you could score an eleven, which we will be calling the spinal tap score. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> if you score a spinal tap, I wow, hats off to you. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going to say I feel pretty confident. You feel pretty good. You know how confident I feel? How confident? Super confident. You want to know why? <laughs> why? All these guys are already dead. <laughs> Boom. So I will... Be, That's a point right so, there. So Devs did ask me a few questions about, about your mission. <laughs> so your mission is you are traveling back in time. You have all of your current knowledge. Um, you cannot bring anything back with you. Mm-hmm. But you, I am giving you unlimited funding and unlimited time. However, you will score poorly if you just simply wait for them to die mm-hmm. and then try and seize power. I, I, I just want to note real fast. You've sent me back in time to be a rich immortal. <laughs> Not immortal. Just you, until they die. You said unlimited funding and unlimited time. Unlimited time <laughs> until they die, in which case I score you very poorly because you did nothing. Oh. <laughs> And which point, uh, then we, this is a good segue though into our scale. If for, for some reason you travel back in time and just live there for however long that king is alive without doing anything, that you would score on the alive scale. Now, um, one, a score of one to two on the alive scale is reputation enhanced. <laughs> You've enhanced their reputation by your poor showing. <laughs> He waited for dysentery to do something, yeah. and it did nothing. Uh, three out of four? That's minor irritant. <laughs> you were kind of a thorn in their side, but it didn't really impact them. Five to six? That's a solid scandal. There was some scandalous goings on. Seven to eight? You've done lasting damage to the reputation, which I think is a pretty good score. If yeah. you score a lasting damage and you don't manage to kill them, I'll still be impressed. Yeah. Nine to ten? likely to be overthrown <laughs> you've damaged their reputation so much that i think they probably their rule won't last let's say that you don't just sit around you mm-hmm. actually try and you manage to kill one of these people um one i think i'll probably give you some style points <laughs> but two <laughs> um the scoring for this is one to two you did a really bad job but you did kill them they've been martyred <laughs> They will go down as a saint. <laughs> Three to four, no change in their uh, in their status, their legacy. Uh, five to six, they become a laughing stock. Seven to eight, they are considered a bad king. And nine to ten, you vilified. <laughs> so I just want to point out, I actually can get more points by leaving them alive and tarnishing their reputation than I can by killing them poorly. Well, there's a possibility for that. But that's where the style points come in. Mm-hmm. Because we can arbitrarily give you or take take away your points. I don't know. We Stacey and I will have to decide on the fly how many points we can take away. I mm-hmm. think the maximum would be two, but I'm leaning towards maybe one. But these style points really come into play. So you got to be creative. Yeah. It, you, you're basically, you're going to have to do a, are you not entertained for us? <laughs> and if think you, of us as like the Heidi Klum of English King deaths. or uh what's the what's the other show it's like it's not project runway but the other one tyra banks oh uh yeah america's next yeah that uh we're tyra banks and heidi (laughs) 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 or as we all know uh gordon ramsay who daps loves can't stand (laughs) 
who knows? He may return in a wild card round of worst bosses, which I might add we are working on uh, the the next level. So, Daffs, who would you like to start with? Here are your options. You can fight Edward the First, Henry the Eighth, or Edgar the Peaceable first. Uh, let's go with Edgar the Peaceable. Ah, good choice, especially because he happens to be on my list uh, listed first for notes that I did. <laughs> Nice. Okay, some fast facts about Edward the Peaceable I will give all you people out there, in case you haven't had a chance to Google him yet. <laughs> um, uh, he, was a, he was king from, uh, of England from 959 to 975, 26 years, died at only 32 years of age, um, which, Daphs, you only have like an extra year and a half to live, <laughs> if that's the level we're going for. I'm going to say, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so just some highlights from him. Uh, at one point, he challenged another king to a battle to the death alone in the forest when one of the kings suggested he might be too short to be king. <laughs> uh, I, might, I must also note that this king was Kenneth of Scotland. <laughs> Very kingly name, as Stacy pointed out. <laughs> What's, uh, what's your name, Your Majesty? Ken. <gasps> Kenneth. Kenneth of Scotland. <laughs> um, yeah, it, ancient king or your neighbor? Prince Chad. <laughs> Prince Chad. <laughs> Prince Carl. Okay. Uh, demanded to be allowed to sleep with a nobleman's daughter. Mm-hmm. The nobleman, understandably, did not want that to happen. So uh, he snuck in the maid instead. It turns out the king rather liked the maid. But when he found out that uh, it was the maid, he got upset and took all the nobleman's lands and gave it to the maid. <laughs> so they were stripped of their lands. Uh, he pursued a nun who ran away and <laughs> away from his pursuits. Didn't impregnate another nun, so he wasn't quite done with that particular nunnery. <laughs> uh, wanted to marry her, but again, she ran away. <laughs> uh, this is my favorite one. Took uh, a, a faithful servant of his, Ethelwald, which is a great name, a nobleman in his court, uh, who he had sent to go look at, like, decide whether this woman was attractive enough for him to marry. And that nobleman ended up marrying this woman instead of reporting back. Uh, when the king found out that, he took him for a little walk in the woods, um, came back alone. Sadly, Ethelwald had. But shot himself in the back with an arrow in a hunting accident. <laughs> it's, to- fatal. it's totally plausible. Fatal wounding. He was shooting in a pheasant directly above and then had to tie a shoe. Yeah, right. Uh, then he married that dead man's wife. Oh, well, then. Uh, some positives in his behalf. Uh, surprisingly, known for cleaning up crime. <laughs> By giving extremely harsh penalties to even minor crimes. Um... Hunted all uh, the wolves to near extinction. Oh my gosh. Uh, and made all the coinage the same, which actually is kind of valuable. Yeah. To make all the coinage even. Um, and better You regulated. committed murder, but at least we have the same coins. <laughs> In fairness to him, it was over a thousand years ago. Or mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kings could get a lot away with a lot more back then. Than they could now. Okay, so now we know a little bit about Kenneth McAlpin. Daphs, your strategy. Um, I am going to call him Lord Farquaad and imply that he is much too short to be king. Well, then he'll take you into the forest and kill you. I am totally fine with him trying. 
So what's your okay? Walk us through your strategy here. Well, so he wants to go out into so, the middle. And before we get too far into this, Stacy, feel free to ask him any questions and really, really dive, deep dive uh, yeah, onto his I'm, I'm strategies. Curious, can you go into a little more detail about how you call him too short? Do you just go up and call him? In what's the, up, in, Shorty McShort? Short <laughs> in the in the in the court. What do you do? No, I I, I team up. Send him a letter. <laughs> no, I team up with another um, another royalty. Okay. Perhaps this. Kenneth of Scotland, Kenneth my McCalpin. kind of guy. So I will tell you, Kenneth McAlpin quickly uh, caved when he was challenged, and immediately gave up. Well, that is why I would team up with him. We'd send the letter saying he's too short. <laughs> when he challenges us, he'd say, okay, well, it, it's a standard duel then, right? You know, we go out there with no weapons or whatever. Fine. Uh, I'll act as your second. And then when it's time to fight, Kenneth can bail if he wants to. I'm going hand to hand against Shorty makes short pants here. I don't think he would do that because the tradition is swords back then. I don't think it's hand to hand. Yeah. I would it, that's close enough. <laughs> so you're going to so you're just going to rely on your own wits. Yeah. Is well, there anything more to this plan? He's okay. <laughs> so far you're not doing so well. <laughs> he's really short. I have <laughs> I have massive reach on him. Yeah, but he's so, got a sword. Yeah, but I'd have a sword too. Yeah, but you're not a swordsman. No. You're just assuming that you as an amateur swordsman could defeat a king. Who does this every day. <laughs> he does free- not do it every okay, day. Okay, but he did. There is no way. But he this- does it probably more than you. Well, sure. Yeah. <laughs> also, he was gutsy enough to be like, hey, King of Scotland, you and me are alone in the woods. You can either fight me, to- you can fight me to the death if you want or not. So he must have some skill, like some confidence in his own ability to fight with a sword. Or he's just got a lot of bravado. Well, clearly both of you have a lot of bravado. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> say, <laughs> okay. My money's not on either one of you right all, now. All I'm saying is when he actually had a chance to go out into the woods one-on-one with somebody, he ended up having to shoot them in the back with an arrow. <laughs> which shows that he's not wanting to get close and he's going to be cowardly and take the first thing, which I totally well, understand. But we don't know what really happened to the woods. Maybe he was, like, gonna fight him, and then that guy, like, started running away. And so he's like, well, this is job is done. <laughs> and he shot him in the back. I still, I still think that's my best chance. So this is your with final the, answer. With the limited information that I have about this guy, yeah. You send him a threatening letter with your buddy... Mm-hmm. You have remember here with that your you buddy, ha- Kenneth. <laughs> that you have unlimited funding. Like well, so with all this money you're doing nothing with it besides like sending threatening <laughs> on nice stationery. Is what's happening. Then, and calling then, somebody short. <laughs> then I fund Where's the smallpox blankets? Where's the like harpooning somebody <laughs> in the river like you did in smallpox in, in Theodore Roosevelt's time. <laughs> and we haven't even hit the Black Death yet. No, he's right about that, people. We have not hit the Black Death. Believe me, once we get past that, I'm bringing it with. Unfortunately for you, the only person who you can fight who has been through the Black Death, I believe, is Henry VIII. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think think it's Edward III's time that we hit the Black Death. Yeah. Um, So So I'm going to use my money to get close to Kenneth of Scotland. Or Kenneth of Scots. We're going to do a smear campaign. I'm going to hire maybe a few assassins with this unlimited amount of money that I just seem to have on hand. And then we're going to wait until he goes out into the woods with me alone. And then it's stabby fun time. Or, you know, crossbow to the back. 
Well, but he's challenging also, you. I've invented how to make crossbows. So now you're at their mind. Wait, so do you, wait, but you only have your current knowledge. Do you I, know how to make a crossbow right now? Yes, I do. How? How do you make? I a can make one out of PVC pipe. I've watched you YouTube have, videos on it. But you don't it. have PVC pipe. No, I had. I'll have wood and craftsmen. That's true. A Way lot of these guys are going to get killed by faulty arrows. <laughs> you, you, but you, they're you just know. going off in all what, directions. Are you saying you're adding in some assassins now? Sure. Okay. okay. Well, see, you, at least you, you're using you your money. You gave me tons of money. I know. I, I, and, if, and if I can't, with all my unlimited money, get Kenneth of Scots to come to my side, well, then guess what? I'm going to show him how to build trebuchets. See, and we'll just lay siege. Do you know how to build trebuchets? Yes, I know a basic idea of building a trebuchet. It's <laughs> essentially a long-armed lever with a single weight on one point Here, and a hook that's open. So, I, I do know a little bit about Kenneth McAlpin. Uh, <laughs> that is his last name. At any rate, I do not think you could get him on your side. I think that you would be better off just being a noble person, because clearly you are, because you're so so rich that you would just send it yourself because i think kenneth McAlpin was so uh like terrified of this crazy guy that he might have turned you in or had you arrested i think he might turn on you okay to be fair plan b i kill kenneth McAlpin. <laughs> i usurp <laughs> through a series of trebuchets crossbows and assassins so wait 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 your your plan is evolving out of control and then Tell I me. use the Why entire, entire army of the Scots. <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on. Let's go back. So your plan <laughs> is you're going to send a threatening message to either king. To either king. <laughs> Whoever writes wait, back wait. first. Okay. So you're sending a threatening message to either either king. Possibly written as the other and king. Then doing, <laughs> and then doing what? <laughs> I just imagined it signed the other king because you can't remember which one you sent it Edgar. to. <laughs> gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send one to. Now we're getting into some interesting territory. You've, you've, okay, so you've asked me to just improvise this. So this, this is off the cuff. So in this case, yeah, I'm gonna send a letter to both kings, insulting them from yeah. each other. Okay, I like it. I'm going to wait until they until they write back. Uh-huh. I'm going to change what they said and say, yeah, I'll see you in the woods alone. Bring it, shorty. And he'll say, look, Kenny, G, bring it. When both of them then are in the woods, ready to kill each other, if Kenneth can't pull it out of the bag and doesn't kill Edgar... Well, then I'm going to kill both of them with my giant, huge trebuchet that I've been building in the woods with all my assassins. Okay, okay. This plan I've given, I give a much higher chance of success. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, just to recap, you're sending threatening messages from either king to either king. Yes. Then you are using your money and influence to intercept said letters, change them. You're also going to have to forge some uh, royal seal or something, because there's definitely going to be a royal seal. And you're going to have to get some craftsmen to build yeah. a trebuchet for you. Then yeah. I have unlimited time and money. Then totally you doable. are I played basically, Sims one time. It's basically, <laughs> you are making a scenario where they challenge each other to a fight in the wood. Mm-hmm. And then you are there sneaking and murdering both. Yep. With my okay. trebuchets, okay. crossbows, It's a bold plan. Bold plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first, creativity. Now we will judge you. Mm-hmm. Zero to three. What... What are you thinking? It, I think this is a fairly creative plan. I agree. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's the most creative plan. 
I'd give it a 2. 2 or 2.5? 2. Mm-hmm. I think 2 is a fair number. Yeah. So we are going to give you a 2 for creativity. Daphs looks indignant. You're going you're gonna to see a common theme coming up real soon <laughs> in these next ones. Daphs is very, very tricksy. <laughs> That's a golem reference for you out there. So he gets a 2 for creativity. Uh, sneakiness... That's a moderately sneaky plan. Moderately sneaky plan. Is it one to three? It's a one. Yeah. Or we can give them zero. I think. I would say one point seven five, only because. We no, only go by point fives. You're gonna confuse me if you do that because right, I gotta fine. do math. Here. I would say. One point five. One point five. Only Why? because. Can I hear your reasoning? Yeah. Because I was set to. I was set to agree on a two. Mm. I think because. Death by trebuchet just doesn't feel very sneaky to me. If you were like cloak and dagger, I'd be like, absolutely. But a trebuchet is flinging a giant rock at someone. That's fair. Or my crossbow laden thieves and assassins. They're usually the same. You just got to pay more. I think that you're right. That the, he has ended, or he has brought in a method of overkill with the trebuchet yeah. that deserves punishment. <laughs> <laughs> so one point five, we agree for sneakiness. Um, okay. Sorry, Daps. <laughs> you know what? I think that the, he might be the hardest one. So just to be fair, uh, our other see. kings are more well known. Less. The last one is of of the like actual grading scale is execution. How well will your plan work out? I think there's a lot of moving parts, to be honest with you. There are. I think it's doable. But this one dude, Edgar, is super gung-ho to go out in the woods for seemingly any reason. So I think I can definitely get him there. Yeah, he does seem to like to go out into the woods mm-hmm. alone with people. Just a real outdoorsy kind of guy. <laughs> and even if I can't get Kenneth to come out of his wall... And actually go into the woods. I don't need him to. I just need his letter to say he'll be there. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. I do you think that Davs could successfully with all his men and stuff pull off the um, the switcheroo with the letters and the seals? I think so. And I think I think also it's an underhanded could... tactic they may not have seen. Yeah. yeah, and I think he could probably also kill Edgar. Although he kind of went the nuclear option with the trebuchet. <laughs> See, I. That's where we differ. I think they could pull off the switcheroo. I think there would be a lot of technical problems with the machinery <laughs> that you would make. It, 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 it might end up me just stabbing also, Edgar a, a bunch of times. highly inaccurate. You missed the best of times item. It's from like a mile away. There's a lot of coordination you're having to pull off. It lands a hundred feet off. Your men hiding out in the woods like may be discovered. Uh, the tribuges definitely gonna miss the that's true actually i didn't think about that because trebuchets are typically designed for castle walls and not single humans there's no i give kenneth no way that he shows up no um do but do you just hiding out in the woods kill him that's where i'm that's what i'm wondering if you had a crossbow do you think he brings yeah do you think he brings guys with him? Like Even Edgar? if he does. Even if he's underhanded and says, uh, let's go alone, but then shows up with three knights. Uh-huh. Crossbows are important because they pierce armor, whereas the longbow at the time did not. I just don't think that your crossbows would work very well. I think they'd work great. <laughs> I watched a YouTube video about it. I think, I... I think they'd work great. <laughs> I think you'd kill him, but I think it'd be pretty ugly. 
I'm gonna give you. I just imagine him like full of crossbow arrows. It looks like a porcupine by the end. And Tass is like in a tree screaming. I think like, it's pretty. Die. I think it's successful. I think you probably did kill him. But I don't know if I want to give. What are you thinking? Where are you, where are you thinking, Stacy? Scoring. I think he does, but I think it takes a few tries. Like he throws a trebuchet, he misses all <laughs> the of the trebuchets. Trebuchet is not going to work. I don't agree. And then he's like, "Okay, I'm going to do this crossbow." The first one falls apart, but he has a backup crossbow, <laughs> and then he just pumps him full of. Where like, are you arrows. while this is going on? That's my question. I'm standing. Are you there? I'm, yeah, are you yeah, away? I, I'm, I'm standing next to the trebuchet. Well, you're so you're like a mile away. No, no, no. That's like a <laughs> hundred yards. So you're there. Yeah. Okay, but the crossbow is not accurate after... No, no, no. I'm definitely going to walk up to them after they've been fighting and then kill whoever's left. Then I'm settling on a 1.5. I think that you'd have to be far away because I think that you need to find a way to like have your hands washed if it doesn't work out. Worst yeah. comes to worst is they go, what the heck is that? And I go, guys, come on over. I'm going to show you the interesting thing of the 1100s trebuchet. And then while they're looking up at it, I just stab them both in the back. Well, why don't you just invite him out to do that in the first place and then kill him? Because with the trebuchet. you got to have like nine plans in case the first eight don't work. Okay, so what's for? I feel like thinking? you're on like plan E right now. <laughs> it's okay. I, I appreciate his like tenacity. All right, <laughs> Stacy, what number are you thinking in your head of zero to three? I'm you can't be with, a zero. No, I'm gonna go with a one point five again. For level of execution? Yeah, I because think... because it's gonna take you a few tries. I think I think there are a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. So I'm agreeing with you on a 1.5. But, you know, actually you're doing so... You're, but the important thing is, did, did he kill him? What is your I thought? I think so. So he does kill he him. And, and but can, it was can messy. I, can I just say this? If I do get him out into the woods, what, what, what are the chances you think I kill him? Pretty good, right? If you get him to come alone. Yeah. But I do think you probably could because we already know of at least two recorded incidents in the little we know about this king where he invites people into the woods alone. Absolutely. <laughs> so let's say. That let's seems say. to be his go-to. Like, <laughs> you beat me at checkers. Let's go for a walk in the woods. <laughs> so let's say my trebuchet uh, switcheroo with the uh, conversations, letters, doesn't work out. I'm well. Then he doesn't show up to the woods, and I get to try another plan later I, on. I, am, I think execution's a little higher. Than I do. I really am glad that you didn't say you were there because then I was going to say there's a high degree of chance that you get murdered. Mm-hmm. Unless you're up in by a tree. like crossfire or something. Yeah, no, no. I'm not, not going to be within shooting distance for the first starts. Has he changed your mind on the scoring? No. Me either. But you did kill him. Yeah. Which gives you a five so far, which you have made. Kenneth, or not Kenneth, you have made Edgar the Peaceable a laughing stock in killing him. Now we need to decide whether he gets the style points or not. How many style points are you willing to award? I have a high bar for style points. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to withhold my style points. Okay, so we each get one? I, I think, think we that's said it. one. I'm going to give you mine. Because I do think there was a level of style there that I really did appreciate. <laughs> my it own. doesn't change your overall score. From laughing stock, but it did pump you up to a six. My only concern is that he'll die and go down in England's history as the hero who invented the trebuchet. <laughs> well, if you and take, then used it on himself. But if you take over, then then then, yeah, then then you could slander him. Then it's all great. So you have, which I think 
I think that this grading skill is already working out very well because I think if a king was killed by a trebuchet in the woods by himself, that king would be a, a, <laughs> a laughing star. Yeah, so, I like your scale so far. It's so, very accurate. So it's working out. So deaths, uh, solid coming out of the gate. I w- I will say, <laughs> uh, you have killed Ken- uh, you have killed Edgar the Peaceable, um, and made him a laughing stock. Congratulations. Good job. The husband. The husband. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, next up, who would you like to fight? Edward the First or Henry the Eighth? Um let's go Henry the Eighth, because I have a really good plan for Edward the I First. I think Okay. Stacy, would you like to do the honors? Sure. Henry the Eighth. Alright. Fast facts on him. Henry the Eighth ruled for fifty-five years from fifteen oh nine. No, sorry, he died at fifty-five years old. He ruled for thirty-eight years from fifteen oh nine to fifteen forty-seven. Mm-hmm. He was six two. Um, Tall guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for that time period. Yeah. He was known to be very attractive, although later in life he became extremely fat and ugly. <laughs> um, however, he was very charming and uh, was quite a ladies' man. As, he, had, as many knows. <laughs> he had six wives and many mistresses. He killed two of his wives, annulled three of his marriages. He fathered three rulers of England, Edward V, Mary I, and Elizabeth I. Uh, he broke from the Roman Catholic Church so that he could divorce his first wife. <laughs> a little bit of selfish motivation there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not very altruistic. <laughs> <laughs> he also had a reputation. He killed the most nobles ever in the single reign of a king. Yeah. Um, he he's famous for also the act of succession. He made people agree that his first wife, Catherine of Aragon, and his daughter Mary were illegitimate. Uh, before they could be in his court. And yeah. So, uh, and yeah. Anybody who disagreed, murdered. Yeah, just murdered. Including an 86-year-old nun. Yeah. I was like, Nana's not hurting you. <laughs> He's not sleeping with the nuns, but he is killing them. <laughs> oh, man. The nuns got the short straw of uh, England in that time that's for sure. He was known for being very resilient. He had many... Uh, bouts of malaria he got hurt jousting he had chronic gas because he didn't believe that vegetables were good for him so he never ate them (laughs) very constipated (laughs) just a real uh stopped up kind of guy um (laughs) he died in debt despite having the heaviest taxation ever um he didn't really rule but he managed to stay extremely popular um, he sort of pulled the Bill Clinton where yeah. when something bad would happen, someone else would take the blame. But when something good happened, he took credit for it. So Smooth operator, yeah, politically. Yeah, he was very, uh, not quite sure how he pulled it off, but he, he did, which is Impressive. definitely noteworthy. Um, and then, of course, the jeweled codpiece, uh, which is what he's famous for. Especially on the Rick and Daffs podcast. That's what he's best known for. <laughs> it's it's underlined in Rick's notes. <laughs> yes. I underlined that to make sure it was for emphasis. Okay, Daffs, your plan to kill Henry VIII. <laughs> A poisoned codpiece. <laughs> if that's your plan, I mean, creativity-wise, I mean, yeah. that's off the scale. I'm giving you my style point right there. <laughs> Um, I have uh, I have several plans for several plans. Several plans. I think all of them would work um, pretty pretty well. So, pl- 
plan number one is that Can I... Can you say plan the first? Plan the first. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. On the scale of kings. I join the Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> All right. I like where this is going. I, I work my way up to become a trusted advisor in the church. Especially Which, with how much money you have. They're yeah, going to like yeah. that. I'd have a lot of money. You're I'd, donating I'd lots of... donate it. I'd become... Lots of archdiocese very mm-hmm. saintly acting so uh, you're a cardinal or a bishop way. or an archbishop i mean or... maybe not that high you but bought your you way know. into the upper echelon yeah I'm, I'm a little high and then i'm just gonna say you know i just don't know about this guy i feel like he looks like someone who would try to break from the church and have six wives <laughs> <laughs> you, you know how some people just have that face <laughs> and uh i start dropping hints of kind of that I think this guy's up to no good well before he's up to no good. So that way... I get you killed, though. I'm going to cod piece block you right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he was actually named Defender of the Faith by the Pope in his early years. Mm-hmm. Because when Lutheranism was first starting, he wrote a treatise on the matter mm-hmm. and like sent it out around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going early he Henry VIII. I'm going, I'm going mid... Henry uh, VIII. So when things when with the, Catherine of when, Aragon are not going When the so things hot. are starting to kind of break at the seams, I'm there about six months early and going, I don't know, man. I don't know if this is the right guy we need for our okay. church right now. Sure. And then... So you're going to Inception them. Oh, yeah. And, and then what? And I'm, 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 I'm turning the heat up a little bit so that by the time he does decide, he's going to break uh-huh. with the Catholic Church. You've been the one saying the whole time. I've been the one saying, you know, this guy's up to the no good. We gotta, we gotta do something. If we'll let this go, what else are we gonna let go? Now, as everyone knows, the Catholic Church has immense amount of not only power, but funding. A lot of the banks would also be using the Catholic Church as well. Sure. So if you can defund the entire, you know, crown that he has, I think that that, amongst the scandal, which he's already bringing into himself is going to be enough to, to to bring it about an early end although i will say that one of the ways that henry the eighth gained money for the treasury was by robbing the monasteries and seizing their lands yeah mm-hmm. kind of pulled an early french revolution move mm-hmm. by taking so all their lands if you piss him off he'll just take your churches yeah well and and that just proves my point that he's not a great ruler so what's your backup plan when he so that you 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 have like starved his money or you've tried to affect his money Mm -hmm. then next what what's your next move second one is is i give him a step one yes that's step one okay step two step two step the second i give him a absolutely just strikingly beautiful goblet because he clearly (laughs) he no he clearly loves like ordinate things yes he doesn't drink in public or have large feasts typically he tends to be very cleanly he washes his hands before meals during meals after meals he was a hypochondriac he dines privately but here's something that they don't know a whole lot uh at that time they knew before this time and it was forgotten knowledge is that lead is super bad for you so i'm gonna have a lead lined goblet okay I'm gonna give him to that real early okay. when he when he when he's when, when he's, he's a favorite young. of the church. Okay, and you know the the <laughs> church you thinks b- that start bad mouthing you him and need this, and I'm gonna be slowly lead poisoning this guy. Living in the country while you're bad mouthing him. Um, if you are, there's a high degree of possibility you are already dead. Yeah, no, 
No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to badmouth them until you're already seeing the late effects of lead poisoning. Okay. Also, uh, mercury they used to have around in abundance. Didn't realize how poison it was for him. So uh, we're going to go ahead and just have a little bit of mercury thrown in there as well. Okay. Then what's next? I think that would entirely so that's do your plan. I think that would entirely do it. Although, I also have the ability to become a physician with my sure. medical knowledge that I have now. And could be the one treating his horrible wound and jousting. And just allow him to get blood poisoning. And should... You could, you could bleed him to help his humors. And should that fail, and ladies and gentlemen, the step the fourth is that in his later years, he became so large, he would have to be winched to his horse <laughs> to stay atop it. I kid you not. That poor horse. Right. This is before the ASPCA. So here's what, I'm, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking we Robert Baratheon him. We give him a little bit too much ale. And you just send him out on We hunt. send him out and we undo the winch. And the first big fall he takes is going to be all that's needed. All, to off all she wrote. If one of those four plans simultaneously can't end his life, then nothing will. <laughs> then Daphne. So, gives him a note that says he's short and then challenges him to go to the woods. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daphs, is that your final answer? Um, that is my final answer. That one, the one other possibility, although I feel like it's cheating, but no, that's my, that's my MO. You've given me too much latitude in the rules. Well, I always give you too much latitude because that's how we come up with the most interesting things. <laughs> is I build a trebuchet. Oh, <laughs> By, by now, they have them. Creativity and, score is going down. Yeah. <laughs> and I throw my unlimited amount of money over the walls of his kingdom. Oh, okay. So you're... I slowly deflate the dollar <laughs> until I totally cripple his entire crown. Everyone has so much money that it's worthless. It means almost nothing. Every time he tries to steal it and take more... I give the peasants even more. <laughs> no one needs it. There's food shortages. Everyone from other towns are coming to his area because there's tons of money and food. Next thing you know, there's starvation. There's famine. <laughs> I mean, that's a very creative idea. I'm not sure if it goes to him dying, but sure. Also, I'm It would little... definitely ruin his uh, his precarious position with, you know, Oliver Cromwell and everyone else. Well, Oliver Cromwell isn't around. Isn't he the guy? No, no. that's Charles I. Uh, oh. You're thinking of, uh, there is another Cromwell, but I can't remember his first name. But yeah. he, you're right. That's Tom, the guy. There's, Thomas Cromwell. Yeah, there's but, another Cromwell. Yeah, I could literally team up with him in about five minutes. He already wants to off him. Uh, he was his loyal servant and then eventually gets killed. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he the one who overthrew no, you're thinking about Oliver Cromwell. Still? Yeah. yeah. Man. Still the wrong Cromwell. At first I was going to give you, oh, he knew there was a Cromwell, but now I'm thinking that, no, <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> Listen, years from now, your great, great descendants will overthrow a totally different throne. Okay. That's why we should be friends now. God. Help He's me kill him. <laughs> All right. So first up, creativity. I'm going to give him a two on this one because 
It it's, is pretty well thought out. I got four separate prongs. I'm a trident plus one. That's, <laughs> that's true. You know, when I was really hoping that you were going to follow Stacy's advice and go with the, the poisoned cod piece. I was prepared to give you three points know, plus style points. That one would have given you. <laughs> An inci- incendiary cod piece. <laughs> yeah. he, he's no ability to have any children and yeah. ends his line. <laughs> yes. Uh, but this was kind of a disappointment for me. But I will say it is creative. You are, let's see, you are den- you're starting to denounce him early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are then saying, I knew it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, after been poisoning him for years. After you've been poisoning him with his lead goblet. But the one thing I will say about that is we don't know what other poisons he was already ingesting. Like, because it was the Middle Ages. Mm-hmm. So I'm not so sure about that one. Uh, then your other f- plan is to be a physician, although that does directly in- interfere with you saying before and denouncing him. So I think that I don't think that that plan works out. That's true, and typically people weren't in the church and a doctor at the same time. They were usually either yeah, one. Yeah, you or can't the other. denounce and then go and try to be his doctor, <laughs> <laughs> and you also can't denounce and then start throwing money over the. It seems like you're kind of in four places at once. Yeah. So what's it going to be? Like, are you going to denounce him or not? I'm going to denounce him and poison him from a distance with the lead goblet. You know what? I think he deserves a high mark for creativity because these plans are very creative. Mm-hmm. They're, it's they're either layered. a 2.5 or a 3. I do a 2.5. Yeah. We'll give you 2.5 and give you room to grow. I feel like 3 is the... Is the poison That's the poison. poison god piece. Golden opportunity that missed Lost. slipped through your fingers. <laughs> so disappointed. <laughs> Alas. Okay, so 2.5 for creativity. Sneakiness. There is a fair amount of sneakiness in this. Mm-hmm. However... He plays the long game for sure. As I have said earlier, because this is your plan... And you are doing a lot of different things. I think there's a schizophrenic element to it that gets you found out. Mm-hmm. And for sneakiness, I have to deduct some points. Mm-hmm. I was going to go 1.25. 1.25. Well, we can only go by 0.5. Oh, that's right. Crap. So is it going to be... I'm going to go a, 1. A 1? Wow, that's really harsh. I, I was going to give him a 2. Can we meet in the middle on sure, a 1.5? Sure, we can do a 1.5. Wow, harsh marks. Stacy is a tough grader. Mm-hmm. That's wow. true. I'm a lot easier on him. I just... <laughs> I take pity too I just, often. You know, the jeweled codpiece. Uh, That's true. I'm See, still a little bitter she, about she that. She threw out the jeweled codpiece, and now I can't think of anything else, and it all just sorry, it's jaded all of us. I was surprised you didn't go the route of like getting one of his mistresses to murder him, like being like, "This is the perfect woman for you," and then she's really just a hired assassin that kills him. <laughs> no, because <laughs> people were so constantly enamored by him and terrified by him. I feel like. I'm much more likely to be betrayed. That's true. Than for them to successfully go through it. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Well thought. Yeah, he he did roll high on the charisma for sure. Execution. I actually, this is where I'm going to score you very low. I actually don't think that works because I think you're denouncing him and then you're like showing back up in England, and I think that he uh, calls for your arrest and, and kills you. <laughs> Here's the thing with me. Also, if you just show up as his doctor after denouncing him and you're one of the richest men in the world, he's like, hey, what's this guy doing here? Here's the thing. God sees him. If you could tell me that you could disguise yourself so that he wouldn't recognize you, then I'd be like, okay, 
But if he recognizes you, the game is up. Yeah, yeah, the jig is up. Here's the thing. I feel like in this time, most people didn't know what most people looked like. We don't have photographs. We have crude paintings. And if I'm some <laughs> guy at a church a thousand miles away that he's heard of, and I show up in regular robes, no one knows who I am. No one's even going to recognize me. That's true. I feel like but this I is think the you golden to, opportunity for but, crime. But I think you have to use your, like, well, if you're going around posing as different people, then I give you a higher shot. Mm-hmm. That was a good defense of your execution. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, like, if I'm, if I'm going to play the long game, I show up, I, I, I go through the Roman Catholic Church, I say, here, you need to bring this goblet to this guy and say it's from us because we like him so much. He's definitely going to get it because it's incredibly That part encrusted. I definitely think will happen. Yeah. The part that I'm suspicious of... The only of, time he actually meets me or sees me face to face is when I'm operating on his leg, just <laughs> spitting in it and rubbing horse manure <laughs> in it and all the things that, you know, is good for the humors. <laughs> that does eventually kill him. Um <laughs> I'm sure it did. Along with his weight, etc. Where I where you lose me is the throwing money over the walls. That was that. That's <laughs> see, a, I was uh, actually going to give him my style point for that. Well, that's I'm that's fine, but that's where I think the execution falls short. That's where I think that he gets found out and killed. That's probably true. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a one point. What do you think? I think either a one or one point five for execution, because I don't think you kill him. See, I think I think he does, but only because of the mercury and lead poisoning. I don't think the trebuchet plan works at all. But I don't know how much lead he was already ingesting anyways. Well, yeah, but if he's doing three meals a day out of a goblet that's lead yeah, but he, he, he Okay, so this is the guy who in, like went from eight, um, what was it? Eight castles to fifty castles. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's probably got like fifty goblets that look like that. Yeah, so if you could give him 50 goblets... Yeah, I think it would be I, a lot of goblets. I think I'm going to give him one really, really nice one. The nicest one he'll in the world. Probably, he'll probably be using it for quite a while. Also, this is a guy who gets sick at drop of a hat. You can say he's got hardy constitution because he survived so many illnesses. He also gets every illness. <laughs> I feel like point. having a little bit of lead poisoning is just going to push him over the edge and one of those malaria is going to do him in. Um, okay, so what score are you thinking? I would give him a... I'll give him a 1.5. I'll be I'll be nice. I'll come up and meet you at a 1.5, but okay. I'm not happy about it. But I don't think it kills him. Yeah, yeah, actually, now that, now that we've talked about it, I don't think it kills him. But I will give him my style point. You will give him your style point? I will. I'm not... I'm going to withhold mine for this one. See, I was way more interested in the, like, switcheroo move that he was doing... Um, so he does, yeah, so he gets one extra style point there. So you get, um, for creativity, you got a 2.5, because there was a lot of plans, a lot of thought put into that. Uh, sneakiness, 1.5. And execution, another 1.5. Uh, for a total of 5.5. And he does live. Um, so you have managed to cause him a scandal. Major scandal. So it you will be noted in the annals of history as the crazy monk <laughs> who lived his life. To, who to, threw money over the wall <laughs> to the peasants. I think that is a good legacy to leave, my friend. Yeah. I might be a saint at that point. 
The church would definitely love you. Mm-hmm. They would, especially because you called it call it early, mm-hmm. and you're like, he's no good. And then when he turns out to be no good, they're definitely gonna be happy with you. So you may have you probably been sainted, and you have caused a large scandal. And in, in, in a reign that was already filled with scandal, I think we would hear about the crazy monk who tried to take down Henry VIII. So. I think that's actually a pretty good showing. Mm-hmm. 5.5 for deaths. And last but not least, probably the angriest, surprisingly, king that you will be fighting. And uh, Stacy, you did such a good job on the last one. I think that oh, you should read shucks. this one. This is okay. the one I know the least about. Alrighty. Edward I was king from 1272 to 1307, so 35 years. He, uh, he fought in the Crusades. He was stabbed by an assassin's poison blade and lived. His nickname was Longshanks uh, because he was very tall. Again, another king over six foot. Um, poor Edgar. <laughs> he um, was also called Hammer of the Scots because he battled the Scots twice. Just for some reason had a visceral hatred he of the Scots. He hated the Scots. Um, let's see. He had the... Um, I don't quite understand this note here, Rick. He uh, had the he stole... best escape. Oh yes, yes. This is my oh, favorite story. Yeah. So he, so his father, I can't remember what his name was, Henry the something. He got captured, or they're fighting a civil war against uh, some other dude named Simon de Montfort, who was a, a noble at the time, and he captures uh, Edward the first, and is like, "You're my prisoner," but because he's a nobleman. Um, he was kept in a very nice place. And uh, they were letting him try out all these horses one day. And so he's trying them out. And on the very last horse, after he's tired out all the other ones, he just rides away. <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't chase him because he had tired out all the other horses. And I guess as he rides away, he's like, so uh, I will send my father your warmest regards or something like that. <laughs> and then just rides off. I like to imagine them being like, He'll be back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, fast forward to later that night, they're still standing in that field, and they're like, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he was known for a few other things. He conquered Wales. Mm-hmm. He was known for building lots of castles. Many of them are still there today. He stole the Scottish uh, coronation stone. Stone of Scone. Yes, and it was not returned until 1996. <laughs> and he sat on it. And he on sat his on throne. It. it was underneath his throne. <laughs> Insult so to he injury. He just really hated <laughs> Scots people. Um, he also had a terrible anger problem. Mm-hmm. He uh, ch- he chased a friend with a sword for losing his prize falcon. Um, and he was known for instituting lots of new sheriffs, lots of paid troops. And uh, very well organized. Yeah, and he insisted that his son carry his bones into battle against the Scots <laughs> yeah. because he again just really hates the really Scots. <laughs> just did not like them. Is this the bad guy from Braveheart? Yes. Oh. Okay, but that movie is not realistic. Just so you know. <laughs> you know. No. But How yeah, a... same same guy. But same... Okay. long lived as well. Over again, over six feet tall. Mm-hmm. I think he was six three or six four. Yeah, and he died at sixty eight, which is again pretty unusual for that time period. I think he's the longest lived king of the three. So uh, yes, he is the longest. You are lived not going to be able to just wait him out this and time. And now Daff's fights on the scale of kings. <laughs> 
Okay, Daphs, give us your plan. You say you claim to have a very good plan for this particular king. Um, I think I had a, a effective plan. Not sure you guys are going to love it, but uh, I think it's effective. Um, so he is known for overextending. For a man called Longshanks, he sure uh, tends to overreach. So during one of the battles I read earlier, um, while preparing for this in five minutes, <laughs> he uh, left behind the army to go with one of his lieutenants um, out after the Scots who were retreating to try to mow them down, you know, with cavalry. Uh-huh. When he came back, uh, the entire army had been defeated. Because oh, this was with, when he was young? Yeah, because... Yeah, he ran off when he was young. Did he, that. Uh, he had the cavalry and <laughs> removed it from battle. Yes. <laughs> kind of a dumb that, plan. That was when he was fighting with his father when he was young, a young man. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, fair game. My, my job is to kill him, not to wait till he's king and kill him. <laughs> well, That's but true. the one thing I will say about that is if you kill him before he's king, then you're not going to supplant him as king. That's true, because you could have just killed Henry VIII when he was a baby, Yeah, but wouldn't have counted. Just go back in time. Just kill him when he's a baby. I mean... I, just, I give him a lead pacifier. <laughs> yeah. There you so go. I think I, I feel like we need to bar you from killing him but then. This yeah. will earn some dividends in 20 years. Because yeah. then you, basically what's happened is you've killed the king's son. The battle's still going on, though. So is this the, the same time, though, when he is being taken prisoner... He does get taken prisoner. Yes. Before he's king, though. But before he's king. See, because that... Because he's the, still Prince Edward. The that, bad that's stuff the happens. perfect time to just kill him. He's he, in captivity. Technically, he is laid low by illness when he gets poisoned. And he... Well, he hasn't been coronated yet. Technically, he was king. But, because his father had died, but he yeah, hadn't gone back yet. Yeah. So I'm going to count that. No. You're going to go after him then? Yeah. When he's weakened? Yeah. What's your plan? Just go go find him and kill him? Uh, I'll be the physician who's going to <laughs> treat him. Yeah, I have tons of money. I have medical knowledge, more than most of them do. And I'm going to go, yeah. Uh, oh, poison blade? That's my specialty. Who would have who sent that guy in the first place? Who knows? <laughs> and then I'd show up and I'd be like, oh, man. Yeah, you know what we need to do here? We need to do some water therapy. It's fantastic. So I push you under the water. <laughs> that's it oh shoot it didn't work <laughs> all right oh no um the prince would be king is now uh man that poison the poison did him guys nothing we could have done so you are an english nobleman who has traveled you've traveled to find him mm-hmm. he does get better though he but wouldn't his, he wouldn't get only, better if i treat him <laughs> his only plan is to drown <laughs> drown the king Edward. prince oh, wow. edward Daphs, I keep it's, waiting for you to go Rasputin on him, yeah, and you're just not doing okay, it. But it's straightforward, and it's effective. Yeah, but you're going to score low. You have to remember the scale that we have here for you. Oh, There's oh, creativity Daphs. involved, sneakiness. Sneakiness you'd score well, but an effectiveness you'd score Think well. Think outside it, the box, Daphs. It seems stranger. Okay, so I get a <laughs> It seems stranger <laughs> to me that I would score poorer killing him right away <laughs> than it would if I were to say pretend to be the physician who then goes and saves him from the poison blade, takes him back, has him coronated, becomes his right hand man, and then waits but until here, later on and then poison the him like up. That we need to say about this that maybe this will make it easier for you. The point is 
that you are trying to become king yourself. If the ki- if the kid's just killed and you're the crappy physician who let him die, then they just move on. And you're far away. You can't become king. If you somehow maneuver your way into becoming king, as you probably do with Edward the Pe- Edgar the Peaceable... Then- then, then then, it changes things, and then it's a whole lot easier. So then I become the physician. I save him from the poison blade. I come back with him, become a trusted advisor, mostly through giving him tons of money, also giving him various knowledge of how to build trebuchets and things like that, which would be useful. Also, fundamental things like, you know, gunpowder, which I'm not above giving away those secrets. Um, I do that until, oh my gosh, he has an heir. This is fantastic. He's going to have a son. What wonderful news. Oh, no. But now I have to kill his wife. And... You kill a pregnant woman? <laughs> no, no. Not when she's pregnant. After the kid's alive. I killed the wife. Okay. How did I you then... kill the wow. wife? Uh, poison? What? No, I'm going to say I'm gonna say that uh, it a was... poisoned codpiece. Uh, it, <laughs> it was late effects of childbirth. Oh, seeing okay. as uh, no one really studied, you know, yeah. women's health until uh, now. <laughs> I think it's not, <laughs> a not, fair point. not too difficult to say, no, it's just one of those things. So and everyone goes, oh yeah, one of those things. So you've killed his wife. Killed his wife. Okay. This is important. <laughs> because then she cannot be the ward of the state. The the ones who like who who, or who like oh, okay. helps rule it. Got it. Yep. Yep. So then, we mourn her death. Yep. You know, build him up a little bit. Wait until the kid knows me pretty well. I'm gonna sure. say he's about six sure. or so. Yep. Right. You become another trusted. You're you're his trusted. I'm a trusted uncle, advisor. Uncle, un- uncle David. Uncle Daffs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then I kill Edward the First. Okay, and how this are you doing? This whole time, that? I've how been poisoning him? him. You've been poisoning. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> been poisoning him poison. <laughs> from day one. Been how poisoning are you poisoning him? him? Uh, I'm gonna lead? go lead. I'm gonna go mercury. So now you're upping the ante. Yes. So now, when we're you're mourning, tailing it. <laughs> yeah, when we're mourning, or worm tongue. This, sorry. this poor young man's death of his mother and father just six years later. You become regent. I am now regent to the crown. <laughs> And we'll rule him like a puppet. Okay. And should he step out of line, well, guess what? <laughs> gonna take him into the woods. <laughs> We're gonna go for a long go walk, walk with a trebuchet. With <laughs> a trebuchet. Okay, that's all right. That's pretty good. All right. Yeah. I you think, rose I, to the occasion. I honestly yeah. think that's doable, too. I don't think it's beyond reason that if I save the king's life, and I give him tons of money and have wonderful advice with knowledge from the future of sure. what's going to happen... Sure. That I can't say, yeah, you know what? Uh, screw the Scots. Never mind that I am one. Um, and, uh, yeah. Okay. Wait till he has a son and then... So, creativity. That is a fairly creative plan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a 2.5. I agree. I think a 2.5 is a fair, fair. Because you have, like, weaseled your way in mm-hmm. in a time of need. And then you've gone from there. Sneakiness, that is very sneaky. Yeah. You're biding your time. Yes. I'm going to give him another 2.5. I think we should give him a 3. Yeah? Yeah. I think that's quite sneaky. All right, let's do it. All right. So he's 3. Execution? Yes. Yes. I don't think it's hard. I don't think it's, I don't think it's insanely difficult. I think that he you He had two practice kings, but I think he really came through on yeah. the third. On another the third 3, king. I think. Yeah. Another 3. So yeah. you right now, and I believe that you did kill him. 
Um, so you right now are at a eight and a half. <laughs> Do we give him a style point? I don't think it was very stylish. No. No. It was effective. Yeah. But it wasn't... I don't think you get a style point. But I do think... <laughs> I think this is where the scale is failing us. Because uh, you have killed him. And the 8.5 puts you in be between him becoming a bad king and vilified. I do not think you could vilify him if you are his trusted advisor after the fact. No, I don't think I can vilify him. But I think you could make an argument But, but I definitely am usurping him. Yes. Um, as far as style points, you guys only say that because you haven't seen the robes of the regents <laughs> to the crown. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be like Prince's wet dream. Just purple robes <laughs> all the way to the ground. Amazing hair. <laughs> well, I think we're a force to, I think that we have, that you haven't created a new, uh, I think that you would probably martyr your friend. If depending on what happens, you might go down as the as like the royal like physicianal king or something like well, that. Well, and and honestly, I don't want to vilify the guy I'm killing and whose son I'm helping rule. I want him to have a good reputation, just like I want the son to have a good reputation. But I'm the one pulling the strings behind the behind the scenes. So what you have done is essentially created a new scale, which is the invisibility scale, mm -hmm. <laughs> where nothing has happened seemingly under the but under the surface there are m lots of movement, things in play. <laughs> yes. Um, so you scored very well. You Good scored. Job, did you give him a style point? No. No. So you got an eight point five. Mm -hmm. uh, to recap. You did kill Edward the First. You get a score of eight point five. Your best score, mm -hmm. Henry the Eighth. You scored a five point five. Your worst score, and he lived. Uh, just went down as a, as a scandal for his <laughs> for his reign. <laughs> while you were throwing money and trebuchets over the <laughs> over the walls, which I would like to see. Uh, Edgar the Peaceable. You did kill, but you only scored a six. However, you did make him a laughing stock, which I think is fair. That was good. So, well done, Daphs. Uh, your best score is 8.5. We'll see if you can top it later this season when you go against some other rulers of some sort. Um, <laughs> I think it's doable. Yeah, I do too. And uh, thank you to Stacy for coming on and judging Daphs. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I can judge Daphs in public, that's a good time for me. <laughs> All right. Well... For the Rick and Daffs podcast, I'm Rick. I'm Daffs. And I'm Stacy. Have a good one.